Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. This episode is powered by Poddex. Poddex are unique interview questions and episode starting prompts in the palm of your hand. So whether you're a new podcaster or existing broadcaster looking to grow your audience and have more meaningful conversations, you're going to want to check out Poddex. Now, if you want to get 10% off your order right now, you can go to poddex.com and type in coupon code, what's the code? Larry21. Yes, that's the code. Check out poddex.com. Take your podcast to the next level. The Cinema Gold Show with your host, Larry Lease. Join us as Cinema Gold dives into the latest Hollywood film and TV news and everything in between. Tune in each weekday on your favorite podcast platform. Before we dive into today's episode, we'd like to remind you you can find us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. Just search the Cinema Gold Show. And of course, give us your thoughts on the topics we cover comment section down below and let us know your topic or film that you want us to review in a future episode but this week we dive into Die Hard 2 there wasn't a shred of doubt that after Die Hard became one of the biggest hits in 1988 a sequel would be far behind two years later Die Hard 2 with the tagline Die Harder opened and became one of the biggest hits of 1990, but the rush came with a lack of ingenuity. Die Hard 2 is mostly a retread. Rather than focusing on John McClane as the outsider, Die Hard 2 is about how he can't catch a break. It has to be due to the chronological proximity to the first movie. However, while the sequel lacks originality, its biggest problem is misunderstanding the motives of McClane and ignoring the conflict between his drive to do the right thing and once again, saving his wife. In the opening scene, John McClane is having a rough day as his car gets towed by an asshole cop at Washington Dulles International Airport. McClane is there to pick up Holly, whose flight is scheduled to arrive that night. Arrival and the arrival of all planes are delayed when the airport is taken over by Colonel Stewart in order to break drug lord General Ramon Esperanza out of custody. This time the hostages are the planes and it's up to McClane to rush through the airport and shut the bad guys down. As every screenwriting 101 professor will tell you, the best way to get an audience's attention is to have naked William Sadler doing Tai Chi. But perhaps it's not the best idea for such a distracting visual to be played out while the muddled exposition on Esperanza is delivered through TV reports. The film manages to survive the bumpy start until it comes to the end when we discover that an Army Special Forces team, led by Major Grant, was in on the plot the whole time was going to stage a shootout with Stewart's guys, and then everyone would escape with Esperanza. In terms of execution, it's a shocking twist. Since uh, John Amos, playing Major Grant, has fatherly warmth, and the mark of a good guy in this film is uh, a 
around an incompetent and ineffective airport police captain, Carmine Lorenzo, played by Dennis Franz. First time I saw Die Hard 2, I was genuinely surprised when Grant slit the throat of the team member who wasn't in on the plot. But in retrospect, it seems like a twist done for the sake of the surprise, rather than solidifying the plot. When it comes to action, director Rennie Harlan seems constricted by having to recreate scenes from the first film. He has to send McLean into an elevator shaft, a ventilation system, a location that's under construction. When the director gets to branch out in new sequences, the results are mixed. McLean's escape from grenades via an eject seat is a great sequence. The snowmobile chase is bland, because it's more fun to ride a snowmobile than to actually watch them. It's like a car chase, except none of the vehicles can quickly maneuver. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each, then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Ireland also seems to have a penchant for slow-mo bad guy deaths, which aren't as rewarding as the director believes. The occasional bursts of originality are welcome, especially when the film is constantly forced to call back to the original. When McLean exclaims, how can the same shit happen to the same, same guy twice, we want to shout back, scared executives, shitty writing or both. Sending McLean back to the same situations on the same day, Christmas, feels lazy, especially when the script occasionally finds fun ways to raise the stakes. Stewart isn't capturing a small group of people, he's kidnapped the entire planes, and when he crashes one, Die Hard 2 clicks together. Once again, we feel McLean's desperation mixed with the futility of trying to save everyone. But that's the major problem with Die Hard 2. The best chance at saving all the passengers is to let Stewart simply get Esperanza. It doesn't seem like the worst thing in the world to let a simple drug lord go free since we know that, even if Esperanza was prosecuted, another drug lord will take his place. This isn't like Die Hard where there's a serious possibility that Hans could kill all the hostages. Stewart can't possibly crash all the planes, and if the cost of one plane is too high, then why get in his way? More important. More importantly, Die Hard 2 doesn't trap McLean. He's not strictly in the wrong place at the wrong time. He seeks out trouble. At the beginning, he sees something suspicious. And because he knows that the airport police won't do anything about it, he goes into a luggage sorting facility and fights two bad guys. Triggers the chain of events where McLean is actively putting himself in the middle of the action, and continues to do so throughout the film. Die Hard 2 is too much of a wide-appeal blockbuster film to explore the serious question of a guy who feels obligated to save everyone, even if it risks the safety of his wife. The film wants it to have it both ways, and we know that none of the supporting characters will call him out on how his behavior is endangering the life of the woman he loves. Die Hard 2 paints the picture that if he can save all the plan planes, he can save Hollies. But he could have saved all the planes by simply doing nothing. That makes for a boring film, but the lazy script has no way to force McLean into a situation. That's why the story has to work harder to create the sense of desperation that ran throughout the first film. It's almost impossible for a sequel to recreate the impact of Die Hard, but there's still the potential. Sadly, most of Die Hard 2 never reaches what Die Hard accomplished, even on basic terms of comedy, pacing, and action. Willis is still fantastic, and the supporting cast is solid. Furthermore, Die Hard 2 gives Willis the room to continue establishing the character of John McClane, and make sure he gets to stick with his cap trays. 
even though he's also saddled with dialogue like what sets off the metal detectors first, the lead in your ass or the shit in your brains. <clears throat> Excuse me. When I think of the greatest action movie of all time, I think of Die Hard. When I think of lackluster sequels, Die Hard 2 isn't at the top of my list, but it would probably be in the top 10. It's not a bad film, but it seems content to coast off the success of the first movie without ever considering any of the details that made Die Hard a classic. Thankfully, McLean's next outing would not only retain what made the character special, but create a fresh adventure that still feels like a Die Hard movie. So, to recap, I'm going to give this film a uh, B- rating. Let us know your thoughts in the comment section below. What did you think of Die Hard 2? And of course, let us know your thoughts. Is there something we should have addressed? Something we missed? Something we got wrong? Let us know. Give us a thumbs up if you like our video. Subscribe to the channel. Hit that bell notification button down below. As always, if you want to support the channel, you can buy us a coffee at buymeacoffee.com slash cinemagold. Your support helps the channel grow, upgrade our equipment, bring in new hosts, be able to pay them, and one day take this show on the road. As always, thank you so much for watching and listening. We'll you have been watching the Cinema Gold Show. Follow us on Twitter at Cinema Gold Show. Find us on Instagram at The Cinema Gold Show. And on Facebook, facebook.com slash The Cinema Gold Show. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson natural boneless chicken breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.